Niggas want war. Who wants some <laughs> off the top of the dome? I'm rapping. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike, chiggity, chiggity, check. You just got to press a button for the intro. episode of fantasy and session of podcast today is october the 25th 2019 the year is almost over it's week eight and the culture pushers are here of course as always if you're listening to this on apple or spotify make sure you subscribe leave us a like make sure you leave us a review tell your friends about us tell uh, the ladies when you're getting your hair done when you're getting your nails done fellas tell the people in the barbershop who got your uh who got you winning and your fantasy league, who got you number one? Because if you listen to us, you definitely number one. The best kept secret is out. Fellas, how y'all feeling today? Feeling great, man. Ready to get this shit on the roll, boy. Let's get it. Yes, it's yes, home. I missed y'all last week. I missed y'all Hell last week. Yeah, oh. bro. How y'all feel? How y'all? How y'all? How y'all fared last week? I think we did great, bro. Hey, just another, another, another week. I'm talking about like in your league, though. In oh, in league. my league, boy, Nick, boy, you already know how fair, Gate. I don't even want to talk about last week, bro. I went like 0-5, bro. It ain't look good last week, bro. Latavius Murray. The combination of Carlos having Latavius Murray and me having Melvin Gordon, just uh, like y'all, equals me being sad. I didn't want to talk to Carlos for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that shit was crazy, bro. Like, literally, within the span of 10 minutes, you had Melvin Gordon get three chances on the goal line. And and all I needed. Every single chance, bro. And then right yeah. after that, bro, they flipped over. I was watching Red Zone. They flipped over to the Saints game, and this dude, Latavius Murray, just drives up the field, bro. They would give him so many carries, bro. They gave him the ball every time. I was like, what the fuck? Nah, bro. It was so funny. Like, Melvin Gordon, he was at, when he was at the line, the first fumble, he was like, bro, I was just trying to give it to y'all, bro. Y'all don't want to take it? All right, now this time, I'm going to do it blatantly and just went in. The second time, it looked like he just went in. It was like, here it go. Here go the pig skin. They just, bro. I was Here so guys. I needed them. Yeah, he should have jumped over the fucking, like, I mean, I'm sorry. His ass should have been at training camp. Yeah, man. Exactly. Hey, did now, you hear about him? Out out said, he came out and said I should have been at training camp, too. I was like, man. Man, if you don't uh, shut could, your ass up, man. Like, he could have saved that for somebody who wanted to hear it, bro. Exactly. I done put you on my team. I done traded for you, bro. He knows to be out here like looking he out for the out. fantasy football community, and this is what you do. Yeah, bro. He keeps an eye out for the fantasy like community it's too, bro. Stupid, so he know, you know, he knows that he's been fucking everybody up, bro. Anyway, so we had a little football action last night. Uh the Redskins faced the Minnesota Vikings at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh the Vikings won 19 to 9. Couple standouts from that game. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a good football game, uh, but not a good fantasy game just because he didn't throw a touchdown. He went 23 for 26 for 285 yards, uh, two carries for two yards. Hey, man, Kirk Cousins has been on fire the last couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, man. When you leave Diggs wide open in the middle, of course. And what's up with Diggs? Like, he was like Diggs wide open. Hey, Diggs is fuego right now, my boy. Hell he on fire. Yeah. Seven for seven, on guy. 43 yards. He did have that one fumble. Like I said, he didn't score, but still he, he put up a pretty good fantasy day, 14 points in the half PPR league. Dalvin Cook had a Dalvin Cook day, two, uh, 23 carries, 98 yards, and a touchdown, five catches for 73 yards. 
like, damn, I traded Dalvin Cook. <laughs> Did y'all see that run right before halftime? Well, it wasn't a run. It was a screen pass, bro, where he literally shook five people, bro. Yeah. Like, he just, like, jump cut, as, you know, and it was just like, oh. Oh, oh. Bro, it really looks like he'd just be out there gliding, bro. Like, he just, like, it's like the Matrix, bro, where it's just like everybody just moving slow, bro. But exactly. he just, bro. like, just shaking everybody so easy, hey, bro. That shit is crazy. Bro, I like you know who also looked good, too, though? Uh, Alexander uh, Madison. If you don't have him on your team already, and if he's on your waiver wire, I would definitely suggest you go pick him up. Definitely, definitely, because it's it like I ha- it happens every game to where like I see a five run and I'm like, God dang, that would cook five, bro. And then you see 25, you're like, Oh shit, that's fucking Madison, bro. Exactly. So, oh, so he's definitely like probably the best handcuff in the league right now. I think so. Case Keenum had a Case Keenum game, uh, 12 for 1630 yards and a fumble. He went out with a concussion. Uh, Dwayne Haskins came in and did a, a shitty job, three for five, 33, uh, 33 yards. So he looks horrible. Yeah, he right. looks bad. Yeah. I don't know if it's the Redskins that makes him look bad or if it's like. It, bro. I don't. It don't look it's like. It's crazy, too, because he, like, because, you know, what really sucked for Keenum going out is Terry McLaurin's body. Right. Because he was he was going in. He was working Xavier Rhodes to start the game. And then Haskins come in and, like, he only targets him one time, bro. And then the one time he targeted him, interception. Exactly. He overthrew him. So it's just like, yeah, Haskins, I don't know. He was drafted early, too. So I don't know what the hell they was thinking. Right. Exactly. He went four for uh, six, 39 yards, and uh, no touch, no touchdowns. Uh, that's Gross. Terry McLaurin. So uh, his stock is, is it, I, I don't know. I guess Case Keaton's probably going to be out. Well, he yeah, might be back. Uh, on Thursday night, too. So he got 10 yeah, days. Yeah, so he got 10 days to get healthy. So, um, I guess you still hold on to Terry McLaurin. Uh, Adrian Peterson had a pretty good, not good, but he had a a decent game if you flexed him out this uh, this week. 14 carries, 76 yards, two receptions, 27 yards. Um, He's another one too, though, man. Like he, I know he didn't get no touchdowns, but just to see the stuff that he was doing is like, bro, how's he this old and still looking this good out there? Like, yeah, he, he did and track. <laughs> it's something, bro, because he that dude is a beast, man. It just really made me miss a uh prime AP, bro. Like this dude yeah. was such a monster, bro, and he's still showing like little glimpse of that shit, bro. It's just gonna yeah. be a sad day when he's gone. You got guys this year, bro. Yeah, yeah. They say he in debt. That's why he keep playing, bro, because he owe like ten million dollars like child support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Did you see the article? Debt, That's real crazy. life problems. real life problems. <laughs> shit. Uh, so that's about all we got from Thursday night game. It wasn't a big uh, game as far as fantasy-wise, so let's get into some of the news and notes since the last time we potted. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders now plays for the 49ers, so that happened. He got traded to the 49ers, and uh, Kyle Shanahan has said he's expected to play a lot this game. Uh, Keenan Allen is dealing with a hamstring issue and is expected to be limited if active. I don't know what the fuck that means. And he uh, popped up in the middle of the week, too. So, you know, that's never a good sign when a player like that, you know, a player pops up on an injury report like that. Definitely. All my Devontae Adam truthers out there, uh, he is still doubtful for Sunday. Uh, The last three weeks, they came out and said he was out on Fridays, but this Friday they have not. So, I mean, I'm still holding out hope. If he he plays, he's um, in my lineup. Uh, Sammy Watkins, it will play on Sunday. I don't know how y'all feel about them. We'll get to that in the start to finish. I mean, the start and sits this week. Chris Herndon is doubtful this Sunday. Like, 
all the people that waited on him and now like now what? You just let us all down, bro. Especially at the OJ Howard owners. Exactly. Uh Cardinals running back David Johnson. David um, Johnson. There you go. Did not participate during the portion of practice open to the media on Friday. So be on the lookout, Chase Edmonds owners. Yeah, I think he's gonna sit this week, man. He hasn't played or practiced all week. It's a bad matchup for him this week, exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Uh Patrick Mahomes is out this Sunday. Thank you. I don't know why. Like, I don't I think it was like just to like build hype. Because it's no way that your knee just got put back in place and you're gonna play like the next week. Like, chill. It right. will if you're an alien. <laughs> <laughs> he's only half alien. That's why he's not clear to play this week. Josh Jacobs is expected to play on Sunday with a shoulder injury. Um, Sean Payton declined to say who his starting quarterback is Sunday, so Drew Brees could possibly be be back on Sunday. Be on the lookout for that. Delaney Walker is out on Sunday, so all hopefully you can go pick up Johnu Smith if you haven't already. I did. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wear flex, <laughs> but okay, cool. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is still ruled out. That is crazy. Like, when is he coming back? Christian right, Kirk with game time decision. Uh, Tyrell Williams is listed questionable with a foot injury. I don't think he plays. He practiced all week, though. I think he he might be good to go. He, like, full yeah. practice, too. Okay, that, that's good news. OJ Howard is out. So Thank God. <laughs> Matt Ryan is throwing without a helmet on, but he's still questionable to play Sunday. He's a game time decision. And Sterling Shepard is out for Sunday with a concussion. That's all the news I had written down. Do y'all fellas got anything else? Uh, Jalen Samuels has been practicing in full the last couple of days. So if you're banking on Benny Snell to provide some flex value, that might be uh, out, of the, out of the equation this week. Mm-hmm. Just something minor, though. You got anything, Javar? No. All right. So that brings us to the most illustrious week Game by game preview that's out, guys. Y'all know we've been ranked on Google number one, google.tv. That is, we're we're making our way to.com. Just wait on it. But, uh, yeah, fellas, this week eight, uh, we're gonna give y'all the week by week, game by game, player by player breakdown, uh, that that we've been doing every week. That's that seemed to be a big hit. So, uh, y'all ready for this? Let's get it. Dun, 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 dun. Hey. All right, so the first game, Bengals are at the Rams in London. London. A 48-point over under the Rams are favored by 12.5 points. First player I got on the block is Andy Dalton. I have him as a sit. Uh, um, Yep. I agree. Jared Goff, I got him as you can start him. The Bengals are allowing 8.29 yards per tip, which ranks behind the Falcons for the sixth highest in the NFL, and they have allowed the league high seven for seven quarterbacks that they have played to score 16 points or more. So start Jared Goff up. He had to read. You know, he drunk from the Falcons uh, fountain last week. You know, everybody drink from that fountain and start the rest of their season off. So I think Jared Goff, you can put him back in your lineup safely. Yeah, that's like the best back-to-back you know, matchups that he's ever going to have in his life, bro. Definitely. Uh, Joe Mixon, I got him as a sit, if you can. We have come to that. The Bengals have lost all five of the starting linemen that they had at the beginning of the season in one fashion or another. 
And the Rams have allowed 3.7 yards per carry, and Mixon has only ran 29 yards. 29 routes over the last two weeks. That ranks him 23rd in running back. So, I so, so, don't so annoying, bro. Bro, I'm hurt. I, but I agree, man. Team. I agree. I mean, just just the fact that they're refusing to use him in the pass game, bro. You can't. Probably, you probably got to play him because you ain't got no options, but, I mean, it's not. Nah, he'll sit for me. He'll sit for me. I mean, if you don't, I mean, you probably don't have no choice if you have Joe Mixon at this point. Oh, well, maybe if you made a trade, I mean, you know, but if he's on your team, I don't think you have a – you have to play him. Luckily, I have like, a, uh Terry Scary sweepstakes. Okay, so. so who would you who would you start at RB2 over Joe Mixon? Would you start Sonny Michelle over Joe Mixon? Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. James White James White over Joe Mixon? Hell yeah. Yeah. Todd Johnson over Joe Mixon? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, let me get one more. Let me get one oh, more. Great. How about Jordan Howard? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. Yeah, I, I feel like he'll get them goal line touchdowns too. So yeah. Uh, damn. Wow. Jordan Howard over game. Joe Mixon. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. That hurt. Todd Gurley. I got him as a start. I also have whoever is going to be the backup, which would probably be Daryl Henderson. I think he's a good flex play this game. Uh, opponents are averaging 32 touches against the Bengals, and we all know Ty Gurley is not going to get all 32 of those touches, so there's going to be some touches left over. I got Ty Gurley getting around like 16, 17 touches. Yeah. So there probably is some touches left over for the running back. So, I mean, I don't know. If you're in like a deep league and you like got a whole bunch of buys, I'm not saying start Daryl Henderson, or but if you if you have to, I wouldn't feel bad. This would be the game that you do it. Exactly. I got the same, same shit. Tyler Boyd, I got start, but you can uh, temper your expectations. Man, he's he's tough for me this week, man, because he got 14 targets last week, but he only caught five of them. And who were they playing? The Jacksonville, right? So yeah. wasn't a bad matchup, man. And now he's expected to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey. So it's I'm kind of nervous to start him this week, what, man. What? Well, um, he'll be playing in the slot. Like, you think Jalen Ramsey going to follow him? He might. I mean – PFF got got him expected to be shadowed by fucking Ramsey, so that shit has been. I've been like updating the shit to see if it's a mistake, bro. Like refreshing the page. Like hold up, bro. <laughs> this, this dude's a slot receiver. You gonna follow his ass, bro? But I mean, they expected him to shadow him, so something to keep in mind. All and Bo- Boyd is also he don't he's like he has zero end zone targets too, bro. So it's like he's just getting straight like targets and yards, bro. But it's like you really can't he, bet a touchdown from him. Yeah, I got even if he does match up again in the slot. Uh, Nikki Roby Coleman on 19 targets in coverage has just allowed 56 yards and one touchdown. So I mean, it's not going to be an easy matchup there either. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Uh, Alden Tate started it. I got him as a start. Uh, you got the Rams giving up the 15th most points to wide receivers lined up on the left. And I believe he's, you know, he's getting a lot of targets. He got a lot of targets last week. Just about the third game in a row, he's been fed targets. So I like him as a, a flex play this week. Cooper Cup, I got as a start. He's accounted for 27% uh, of the team's targets, uh, the target share this year. I know he, uh, he's came down to earth the last two games. Uh, I expected him to have a big, a little bit bigger game in, in Atlanta, but uh, he still did good. He just didn't score a touchdown. I still believe have faith in Cooper Cup. How about you, Javar? Yeah, I feel like at least two of the receivers going to blow if uh, Everett don't get his little target. So, yeah, Cooper Cup should bounce back. Robert Woods, 
it really, if you got any of them, you can sign up anybody on the rounds, really. Yeah, I got to start everybody. I think I think I got to start everybody, like the, whatever Rams receiver you got, like you said. Brandon Cooks is one that I got as it's really just going to depend on the volume. You know what I mean? Uh, I Robert, think, Robert I think Woods, though, if you don't know, Robert Woods has finished with less than 50 yards in four of the seven games this year. So that's also something else to be on the uh, lookout for. Yeah, he has. He's he's still beginning getting targets, though, man. That's what's crazy about Woods. So I really I really feel like he's about to have a blow-up game soon, bro. Yeah, so I feel like Woods is more safe. You know, eventually he'll put up his wide receiver two numbers. But I feel like Cooks is moving more to a flex. If he don't Cooks get that big play. Really disappointed. This, yeah, disappointed if he don't get that shit. big play, it ain't happening. And uh, bro don't mm-hmm. have time to throw down the field like that. Yeah. Facts. I think Cooks, um, he's he's suffering from that Everett, you know, kind of coming on as of late. So I think he's his value is, you know, dipped the most. Cause Everett's been balling this year. Yeah. I roll with that. The Chargers are at the Bears with a 40 and a half point over under the Bears are favored by four points. I got Phillip Rivers as a streamable quarterback this game. Uh, believe it or not, I have Mitch Trubisky as a streamable quarterback if you're in a hard spot. The Chargers are allowing the league-high 74.5% completion rate to quarterbacks. The Chargers have also allowed 3.85 yards per attempt and 6.5 yards per touchdown rate. So um, it's pretty much bad. They suck. But uh, Mitch Trubisky sucks too. So, so it's like, <laughs> exactly. I mean – if you want to start, if you want to start Mr. Bisky, cool. I'm, I'm not going to be mad at you if you do. If you're looking for like a bye week option this week. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. You know, they down, they say these injuries, so I can't be mad at you. I don't know. Nobody. I think I got to I think I got to disagree with that one, man. I think uh, you got uh, the Chargers giving up the six fewest points to quarterbacks this year. No, I guess they're getting, you know, they're completing a lot of passes, but they're not really getting like big bulk plays, like big well, chunk I, plays, you know what I mean? I'm not looking for a big upside game in Mr. Trubisky. I'm more looking for a, a safer floor. That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as, like, a bye week start, I think he's a stream in a hard spot. Yeah. Like, that's think, what I'm saying. If you're, if you're on a bye week and you didn't catch the waivers, if you're, like, low on the waiver, you didn't catch the Jameis Winston that was on the waiver or the whoever whoever it might be that was on your waiver wire, and Mr. Trubisky is still sitting there, which he probably is in most leagues, I wouldn't feel bad, like, if I had to start him. Cause my, cause Lamar Jackson was out. So, so it's like Mitch or Garoppolo. Mitch Trubisky. Who's Garoppolo playing? Uh, Carolina, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Mitch, they're both. Yeah, probably. Mitch Trubisky or Jameis Winston. Uh, probably Jameis. Jameis Winston is playing. Who Jameis Winston playing this week? Tennessee. A tough matchup. Nah, I'm starting Mr. Trubisky. But I mean, he's he's doing it. He's going to the end zone more than Trubisky, man. So I he got better target. He got more upside than Mitch because of the targets. That's that's what I'm saying. Mitch has a safer floor, definitely for sure. Uh, We don't have to stay on here on Mr. Trubisky. It's not that serious. Um, Melvin Gordon, I have as a start. Uh, This should be his show up or go home for a week for me. Uh, You guys, uh, he's getting his left tackle back, Russell Okung. And the Bears are missing Akeem Hicks. Uh, he's been out, so that's why the Bears have been giving up a lot of yards over the last couple of weeks. They've allowed 277 yards and five touchdowns, 63 carries, 4.4 yards per carry. And uh, the, Bear- the Bears are giving up the six most fantasy points per game, 13.3 through the air to running backs. So I think Austin Eckler could have a good day, too. How y'all feel about it? I like it. 
Um, he's looked, like you said, this is, I mean, he looked real rusty so far since coming back. But, I mean, I feel like he has to break out of that slump eventually. And mm-hmm. it's a great chance this week because this, last this, two games. This game, he going to court. Yeah, la- yeah, exactly. Because the last two games, Chicago has been really vulnerable against the run, bro. So if he don't eat this game, then I'm done. Yeah, I agree, man. David Montgomery and Tyreek Cohen, how y'all feel about him? David Montgomery, um, he just they're not running the ball enough, man. And Nagy did come out and say that he needs to run the ball more. So hopefully he sticks to his word. Um, which is, you know, it's just weird that he says that, like, you know, we need to run the ball. Like, bro, you're the head coach. Run the fucking ball then. Like, stop it's, just saying this shit. It's scary when your running back has a floor of two carries, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like, how you do how do you how do you let that happen? That's weird, man. But I mean, with him say, coming out and saying that and Chargers are a, a good matchup against the run. They are giving up uh, the 12th most points to running back. So hopefully this is the week where he's getting the volume he needs. And I think if he gets the volume he needs, he'll be all right. Yeah, I think I think so too. Um, but I wouldn't if if I had better options, I would definitely start them. I think Tyreek Cohen has definitely a, a safe floor with the targets he's going to see. So I will start. I would feel safe starting Tyreek Cohen. Uh, Keenan Allen, uh, with the new injury news coming out, I had him as a start when I made my notes, but now I don't know if I feel so comfortable. How y'all feel? Yeah, Same that's, here. that's tough, man. You got to play with that and just be up at what what time the game is for that one? Just be up for the game time if it's at one. Yeah, because they, I mean, if he's active, I feel like you got to play him. Even though he has been struggling lately, they like said he's limited. They said he's limited, even if he is. Active. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But like, how? What would you? What do you want more? Like, how? What? What would like make you more mad? Like leaving Allen on your bench and him having a thirty-point game, or playing him and him putting up three points? Uh, See what I mean? Him putting up three points, bro. For real? All right, yeah. Well then. Well, but you probably don't have a better to. option on your bench that when you think about it. It's, it's, it all depends on if I'm playing somebody and I'm like, I need somebody to have a big game, then I'm, I'm playing Allen if he's playing. But if I'm playing somebody and I'm just like, I just need six to seven points, six to eight points, you know, then I right. play somebody with a safe floor. I will say for the sake of my uh, fantasy league that I hope that Jack plays him and he gets zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Going down, Jack. <laughs> Uh, Mike Will made it. Michael Will- Mike Williams, I have him as a flex play. He has seen eight red zone targets uh, this year, and I think it's only a matter of time before the uh, positive re- touchdown regression comes. How y'all feel about him? Yeah, I agree. Um, he has six end zone targets and hasn't caught one touchdown yet. So, as long as he keeps getting those targets, then I think he, I mean, he's eventually going to catch him. So, facts. Uh, Allen Robinson has I have him as a start. He's seen seven or more targets in each game. Volume is key. Anthony Miller, I have him as a sit. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. And also, A Rod, I, 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 of course, you're starting him because he's—I think he's like top three in targets, or uh, he's up there in targets pretty much. But he is expected to be shadowed by Hayward, so you might want to temper expectations just a little bit. But he's getting the volume, so he's not gonna hurt you. Fact. Um, Hunter Henry, I have him as a star. He's been t- targeted total of 17 times. He's caught 14 of them. For 197 yards and two touchdowns since he's returned, definitely think he's back in that uh, tight end one category. Yep, and they're they're uh, using him a lot as a receiver too. I think he's ran like 70 percent of his routes either out of the slot or out wide. So that dude has been bowling since coming back. 
Like he came back quick too. Pause. Uh, the Giants are at the Lions, a forty-nine and a half point under, under, over, under. Bend <laughs> 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 <Detroit, laughs> the under. <laughs> the Detroit Lions are favored by seven points, and Daniel Jones. I think you can stream him this week if you have to. Uh, Matthew Stafford. He is a start for me. He just came off a 350 plus yard game with four touchdowns and he's facing the Giants who are allowing 8.92 yards per attempt. So that's only behind the Dolphins. So I think he's definitely going to light him up because hey, Matthew Stafford is back. Yes, he is. Yes, he yeah. is. And he's also tied for second in the league with the uh, end zone throws at 21. So that is great to hear. Yes, sir. I think I said that during like the off season when we were like potting those early pods. I'm gonna go yeah. back and listen to him because he had like uh, a fractured back or some shit. So. Yeah, he had like broken bone pieces in his back like last season. That's why he sucked. Exactly, bro. My I broke my back. <laughs> uh, Saquon, you definitely gonna start him if you have him. T uh, Ty, not Ty, but Ty Johnson. I got him as a start. Uh, the Giants are allowing at least 108 yards uh, to five out of six running backs. Uh, to five, yes, five out of six running backs. Um, so I think you can start Ty safely. I don't think he's going to get that same volume like uh, Carry On was getting, like you no know, those 25 plus games, those 25 plus carry games. I think he's going to be more around a 10 to 15. Some around Jenny McKissick getting some yeah. touches sprinkled in. Yeah, I can see that. I think he has. I honestly think he might have one shot to prove that he's something, man, because it's a lot of play, a lot of running backs on the on the block right now. And I was I'm I'm surprised they didn't like call CJ Anderson back. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, he was there with them, like, and he he played some games with them. So I'm surprised they didn't hit his, hit him up, like, yo, hey, bro, what you doing? What you doing tonight? <laughs> what you doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing tonight? Come through. Uh, Kenny Galloway, Kenny Galladay, the smooth one. I definitely got him as a start. This should be a bounce back week for him. Um, Marvin Jones, how you feel about him? I don't like starting players after they have big games. I feel like they like try to set you up for the okie doke. I mean, but if you if you matching up against Janoris Jenkins, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Start that guy. Don't yeah. I'm not expecting another four touchdown week, man. But like you like you said, he gets another great matchup. So I'm throwing him out there again. Danny and Amadola, how y'all feel? Nah. Nah. Uh, I think you can flex him in the scratch. Uh, yeah. Evan, yeah, matchup this week, I really didn't even look into him like that because he really ain't been doing shit. Yeah, he did pop up and then, you know, fall back off, then pop up. Yeah. Evan Ingram, you could start him. Uh, yeah, okay. TJ Hawkinson, I got uh, – you can probably start him. You can stream him maybe. Uh, five straight games, he hasn't had over 32 yards, but he is getting the red zone attempts. That is the good thing. He's dropping them. Exactly. He's getting them. Uh, he's gotten seven. So, I mean, if he catches one of them, that could be a saving grace. It doesn't take much to make you a fantasy-relevant tight end. So, if you don't have a better option, which you I don't know, you probably don't because you spent a lot of waiver wire on TJ, I think you can start him. This could be a good week to start him. Yeah. Uh, does get a tough matchup, but like you said, he's he's dropping a lot of end zone targets, so he just needs to hang on to them shits, man. Exactly. He's like his boy uh, Noah Fent out there in uh, Denver. Boy, like his game. ass, man. Sheesh, he could have had a huge game last week. Exactly. The Bucks are at the Titans, a 46.5 point over under. The Titans are favored by 2.5 points. 
Jameis Winston, I got him as a sit if you can. <laughs> a sit if you can. My bad, guys. Uh, the question is, which Jameis Winston are you going to get? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we definitely seen the upside is being capped because he's playing against the Titans who haven't allowed a quarterback to score uh, 21 points against them. And they have a thir- they are number 13th in sacks. And we all know how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line likes to give it up. Yes. So, yes. How y'all feel about Jameis this week? Um, I agree with I that, man. I see a lot of people want to stream him, but I don't think this is the week to do it. Yeah, not this week, man, because like you said, he's – I mean, he's the last game he played against Carolina, he threw five picks, man. So, And then he's going against a tough defense. They're allowing the 10th fewest points to quarterbacks. And he's, like you said, you just don't know what, what Jameis you're going to get. So I'd rather, you know, take that chance in a good matchup. Yeah, exactly. if you need to win this week, don't start Jameis. Go go somewhere else. If you need to win, go somewhere where you're going to get some points. Exactly. You might need to go to Ryan Tannehill because I got him as a streamer this week. Uh, over the last four games played, uh, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have allowed 114 out of 170 passing. That's a 67.1% uh, passing, uh, I guess, what, what completion rate uh, for 1,039, for 1,000. 394 yards and 10 touchdowns. So that's a lot of fantasy points if you could add that up. And they're sacking quarterbacks just 4.9% of the time, which ranks at the ninth lowest in the league. So Ryan Tannehill should uh, be able to like do what he did last week, pretty much. Facts. Such a such a breath of fresh air having somebody other than Mariota out there. Yep. Uh, Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber. Um, I don't mind them as flex plays. Got Tennessee giving up the 14th most points to running backs. Uh, you just got to pick the right one, man. I think I you're going to sit them if you got them. You said what? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind it. But I they, ain't playing with it. They could, play, uh, they, could, they could provide a nice flex value this week. Tennessee um, hasn't been that shut down against the run as advertised. You said what? They're, they're giving up the 14th most points. But about middle of the road, play, you gotta look and see who they played. They played what CMC, uh huh. They probably they brought to play Alvin Kamara. They haven't played him yet. I don't, okay, I, I don't forget who they done played. You might be right, but I don't know. They look pretty, they look pretty good against Melvin Gordon on the goal line last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, Melvin Gordon looked bad against everybody, though. That, that's my last, that's the last image I got of the Tennessee Titans defense. <laughs> So I, I don't know about Ronald Jones. You're gonna sway me with Ronald Jones. Rojo, boy said. Will Rojo. he be Rojo or will he be Rono? He is already Ro. Oh no, uh, Derrick Henry. I got him as a start. Uh, you probably have to start him if you got him, of course. Um, the 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 Buccaneers' run defense is legit. Running backs have uh, averaged just 24 touches per game against them, which is one of the league's lowest marks. And they are not just allowing a league low of 2.72 yards per carry, uh, but they are just allowing 1.3 yards uh, PPR points per target, also, which is the fifth, uh, which is what puts them as fifth in the NFL. So they're pretty good against the air and the ground. So I don't know about Derrick Henry having a good day, but you probably got to start him, hope for a touchdown. Yeah, With his uh, usage, you, yeah, you got to start, bro. Hope for a touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans, I got him as a start. Uh, Adoree Jackson is out for the Titans. And, but uh, having note that the Titans have not allowed over 91 yards this year, but I can definitely see that changing with Adoree Jackson being out. Uh, Chris, John, Chris Goodwin, start him, of course. 
Corey Davis. How y'all feel about him? I like him, man. I like him. Tannehill has, has unlocked the potential. Be wary. The so fantasy was, community rejoices. Right. He was on waiver wire, so you picked him up. You throw him in the flex real quick. Yeah, you saw. You, you remember last week, man? I said I wasn't starting him, but definitely keeping an eye out on him, man. And it's it's looking good so far, man. Hopefully, he could do it. Do it again. AJ Brown. Uh, he could, he's good too. Um, I feel like he's not. He's like he's not getting as many snaps as the other two, uh, other three guys out there. I feel like he's kind of like that Godwin uh, from last year when he had all these people in front of him, but he was still making like splash plays. So he has an upside, but um, just know that his floor is really low. You're right. He getting a um his last week high was 37 snaps, but he got a team high eight targets. So it's something to watch if you do got him. Exactly. Uh, OJ Howard, he's officially out this um Sunday. So when I did my notes, I didn't really put Cameron Bright in there. But how y'all feel about Cameron Bright this game? Yep, I like him, especially with no OJ. Um, he got um the Titans allowing the tenth most points to tight ends. And he, you know, he has a great chance chance of getting a touchdown. So definitely yeah. like break this week. That's um, all I had on on him. He was a red zone target. Delaney Walker is out, so Jono Smith is um playing in place of him. I have him as a start. Um, uh, which in six games, the tight the who that the Bucks have allowed six tight ends to finish as a top fourteen options in uh in their weeks, including four of them that has finished as top six. So I feel like John o. Smith, who Ryan Tannehill targeted a little bit last week, could have a big game. Yep. Uh, the Bucks are like um, Arizona light against tight ends. So Ooh. second most second most points to tight ends right behind them. Ooh, about to go pick them up, put them right in the flex. Fire them up. Eagles are at the Buffalo Bills, a 43-point over under. The Bills are favored by one and a half points. Carson Wentz, I have him as a sit for me. The Bills have yet to allow more than one passing touchdown to a quarterback. Yep, if I you agree. got Carson Wentz, it's going to be hard to sit him, but hey. Man, he Not at the last week. Last week. Five last week? Yeah, he disappointed last week. I think I think you need to have – I think you probably should have pivoted to the great one, the great white hope, Josh Allen. Hey, hey Los. Yo. Refresh me on the – Great White Hope versus Kyler Murray um, debate. How are we looking? Oh, yeah, yeah. No problem, bro. You got uh, Kyler Murray sitting at number eight and uh, Great White Hope sitting at number 19. <laughs> so, let's go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Let's go. We're going to see how the, how the finish. You got a lot of more games left. Uh, Josh but, Allen has had his bye week already, so that's, that's exactly contributed to it. And you know how if Kyler Murray has a bad week like he did last week, then we can see the great white hope, you know what I'm saying, improving. And the Eagles secondary is gross, like we know. They have now watched four different quarterbacks throw for at least 320 yards and have multiple touchdowns in each of those games. And Josh yeah, Allen so has... Defense, he, he said the defense just watched somebody throw some, so the defense ain't even played. They just watched. Pretty much. That's, that's what they did. <laughs> Josh Allen has ran for at least 21 yards in each of the uh in each of the uh in each game this year, and he has a rushing touchdown in three of them. So that that's a good rushing floor for him that provides that safe floor. And if he embarrasses the Eagles secondary like everybody else does, I think um John Brown can get behind the secondary. 
on the fly route, on the deep pass. So I think Josh Allen is a safe start for me this week, and I'm just not me being biased. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, man. Philly is – that's a funnel defense. You can't run on the ass, but you can definitely pass on, man. So definitely, definitely like Josh Allen this week. Do you like Jordan Howard? Of course you do. You say you're going to start him over Joe Mixon, right? Uh, Did I say that? That's what you said. I forgot that quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean – I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because Bills are bills are tough against the run. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I probably – I don't like him this week. I don't like him I either. like him better than Joe Mixon, but, you know, that's not <laughs> saying much. A flex play maybe, yeah. I don't know. I got Miles Sanders as more of a flex play because he might catch a big play out of him. Yeah. Um, He's but, like their best, like, downfield receiver lately. Uh, Miles Sanders is. So, yeah, I like him. I'll play him oh, over Howard this week. Definitely. Frank Gordon, Devin Singletary. I got them both as a six. Zeke had a big game against them with that, that 111-yard game that he had in a touchdown. But the Eagles before that hadn't allowed more than uh, 63 yards to a running back. So he was the first to do that. And I don't think Frank Gore or Devin Singletary is Ezekiel Elliott and the Dallas Cowboys. So what you think? Um, radar. When I um wrote wrote these wrote this matchup up, um, I feel, I didn't realize that the the Eagles were down to like two practice squad defensive tackles, mm-hmm. so that might be why Zeke was able to have so much success on them. So with that in mind, I mean they might be good plays because I had them as I had them as sits too. But um, if they're going to be starting those practice squad defensive tackles again, then they might they might be able to do some against them, against them. Uh, we'll see, man. I, I got them as sits. You you if. If I hear about those front D tackles being out, I think Fletcher, Fletcher Cox played, if I'm not mistaken. Though. I would have to go back and look It might just been like the depth behind him, man. I had read oh. something about them playing like two def- um, defensive tackles that they just brought up from the practice squad. Oh, that would be crazy. I would have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Uh, do you, How do you feel about Alshon Jeffrey and uh, Nelson Aguilar? Um, no on Alshon, not, um, Nelson Aguilar. This dude is horrible, bro. Like, did you see that play last week where he could have just stretched his arms out and caught the ball? But he, I thought, man, I thought yeah, like T Rex arms. I thought I might have been on too much of the good stuff, and that, that like my eyes were playing tricks on. But I was like, bro, could he have reached his hands out to catch the ball? No, no, definitely he could have, bro. Like, <laughs> he didn't have to die for it. All he had to do was stretch his arms out, bro. I think he was scared he was gonna drop the shit though. That's probably why he didn't do it, bro. Cause he's like he's near the tops and drops in the league, bro. So, yeah, but um, don't like him this week. Alshon, I wouldn't mind him with uh, Buffalo giving up the 14th most points to wide receivers lined up on the left, which is where Alshon um, runs most of his routes, and he's not really he's not expected to be shadowed by that. Uh, who's that corner out there? Tredavious White. Tredavious White. He's not predicted to be shadowed. So, uh, yeah, definitely I like wide receiver three. He ain't go, yeah. You know, they're not giving up touchdowns, so I like Alshon as a wide receiver three. I do like John Brown to start the Eagles. Like I said, uh, they play a lot of man coverage, and like I've been saying all year, Josh Allen likes to throw the ball far and long and straight, and that's what John Brown likes to do, and that's the best way to do it against man coverage because we all know that the Eagles cornerbacks suck. And um, I think that Josh, uh, John Gordon provides you a good, so at least wide receiver two type day with wide receiver one upside. John who? John Brown, what did I say? John Gordon. 
Jesus. <laughs> Lord have mercy, boy. That's what you, that's what you can tell my mind that. It's really on Melvin Gordon. It's like, come on, bro. Don't disappoint me. <laughs> uh, how you feel? You, you feel good about that? Yes, man. Yes. Philly yeah. is allowing the most points to receivers lined up on the right. That dude is about Cole. to have a blast this week. Cole Beasley. Beasley. I mean, his upside is limited every week. Um, but definitely this week with Philly allowing his second fewest points to wide receivers line up in the slot. So, I mean, like we always say, they're they're good. Like, you can attack the Eagles on the outside. It's the insides you you really can't, you know, where they're really tough at. So, he should he, – I don't think he'll hurt you because he's going to get the volume. That's um, your like I said, it's just like – it's just not exciting at all. Yeah, he does lead the team in 46 targets. Yeah, on five, six points and shit. Zach Ertz. It's like a lot of people out here hearing saying is uh, Dallas Goddard's fault, but he's seeing uh, Zach Ertz still seeing 73% of the tight ends targets available this year, which is pretty much identical to last year, which he was seeing 73% of the time. Um, but he's just, I don't know what, what's the problem. It's the touchdowns. You see how you see what touchdowns can do to your production, bro. That's basically what it is, man. I think Quick he has stick. one touchdown on a year. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, that can make you look average, bro. But this week he is playing the Buffalo zone defense, so you should see a good amount of targets in that zone. Yeah, yeah. but the but you're starting to really have held Elvin Ingram and uh, Daryl. Is his name Daryl Walker? Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Under 50 yards this um this year, ranking them the second best team in the NFL against tight ends. So that's kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, if I you got Zach Ertz, there's no way you're not gonna play him. I think you don't start Dallas Goddard if you've been streaming tight ends. But if you got Zach Ertz, I think there's no way you can't play him. Yeah. Why have the why haven't the Eagles traded for they they need something bad, bro. They they're not doing good this year, bro. They, they need they need a downfield play, bro. That's Robbie all Anderson would make so much sense over there, bro. And they say he's on the block yeah, Exactly. Yeah. They got the boy Deshaun Jackson coming back. They need a cornerback. That's what they need. They need somebody bro, to Deshaun stop. Jackson not even playing. They need a I mean, cornerback. Practicing. They need they need, they need a cornerback, cornerback and a and a receiver, bro, because their best downfield receiver is a running back right now and they have nobody cornerback. I don't think that defense is a quick fix, but you just get a downfield dude for uh, Wentz and the offense back on fire. The Broncos are at the Indianapolis Colts with a 44-point over-under with the Colts favored to win by six. Joe Flacco, Sido. Joe Flacco. <laughs> no. Jacob uh, Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. I got him as a sit also. Um, I know he's been uh, the Broncos. How y'all feel about them? How y'all feel about Jacoby Brissett? I know Jacoby Brissett went off last week, but I mean the Broncos are not really the team that you want to pass against. They've only allowed uh, six passing touchdowns through seven weeks. So how y'all feel about that? I mean, I mean I he, uh, his ceiling's kind of capped this week. Definitely, uh, I feel like his ceiling's kind of capped most weeks because it seems like they run the ball more. Like you know, it's more of a game manager. And then last we get to the red zone. Yeah, right? last year, yeah, most I want to say most games. Mm-hmm. But you know, they, like it seems like they're running the ball, and then once they get to the red zone, they're letting him like throw throw touchdowns and shit. Like he's late, like he's near the top of the league in end zone throws. So mm-hmm. I think he he won't hurt you, but um, yeah, he's um, yeah, I, I don't mind him this week. I don't right. mind. I'm starting him over like Winston, Mitch, uh, Garoppolo. I'm starting him over. Who else? Um. 
Who Phillip Rivers play again? We already went over that game. Might be I'll start him over Phillip Rivers, too. Right. I would. So. I mean, they have Lindsay, been tough against the, the quarterbacks, but, oh man, you, you could do worse than Brissett this week. Lindsey or Freeman? Uh, if I had to pick one? I'm, if I go on with the numbers, I'm going with Lindsey. It was just an odd week that Freeman got the touchdown carries last – that touchdown carry last week is usually Lindsey. But going off the numbers of just the previous week so far, I go with Lindsey. Yeah, I mean, I, they're six-point underdogs, and Royce has been the bat to use in uh, the passing game. They've been using him way more than Lindsey in the passing game. So if they are trailing most of this game, I think Royce probably will have a better game. Marlon Mack, he's been a little bit disappointed last week. How y'all feel about him? Uh, I think he has bounced back this week. Home, um, home favorites, and you know the splits of him. You know when they're winning games and when they're trailing games are you know great. So um, with them expected to um, be in control of this game, then I think he'll have a good game. And he's also running more routes this year too than last year. So hopefully that continues. I like Mac from here on out. He has a, a nice schedule coming up. If they just give him a damn ball at the end zone. Cortland Sutton. <laughs> <laughs> Sutton, I got him as a start. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, like we said before earlier in the podcast, has been traded away. So I think that floor has increased for Cortland Sutton. Uh, he's seen at least seven targets each game this year. He's the wide receiver, 13 and half point PPR. With Flacco throwing like a touchdown in at least six or the seven of these games, I think Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is the line for a lot of them. Yeah, man, he's he's been uh, – it's crazy how he's still kind of flying under the radar, but he's having a breakout year, bro. Yeah, he's so, the number 13 and half point. Yep, so with, like you said, with Sanders out, he should see even more volume. And he's going to be matched up with Pierre Desire, who PFF has um, graded out as a 48. So, yeah, he's about to eat this week. Who has him? I want to trade for him. Um, In what league, bro? We ain't like 10 leagues, bro. <laughs> Deshaun Hamilton, how y'all feel about him? He should be in line for a lot of more snaps. Uh, he's supposed to be in the two wide receiver sets when the Broncos go into those formations. I mean, I mean, just look to his numbers last year when Sanders went out. You know, he did well, you know, averaging around like eight points or so per game. So it's something to look at. He's on the waiver wire. I wouldn't knock it at a flex plate. As horrible as Flacco's been playing, his numbers with Sanders out shows he's been productive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind him this week. He steps right into that that slot role. And like, like last, I just remember watching him last year. He, he passed the eye test. So he's a great route runner, has sure hands. So, yeah, I, I like uh, Deshaun Hamilton. T.Y. Hilton, I got him as a start, but you need to start him with caution. He'll be uh, covered by Chris Harris Jr. on Sunday, so you know how, what that means. He needs to pack his lunch because it's going to be a long day. <laughs> Facts. Uh, but uh, Zach uh, Pascal, I know he had he was another one that had a big week last week, but the Broncos have allowed just 120 yards uh, per game to wide receivers. That's like total, not like just one wide receiver. So, like I said, don't get caught in those big games and chase those touchdowns that he had last week. I got him as a sit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Eric Ebron, how y'all feel about him? Um, well, I don't know. If we, I don't think we mentioned it on News and Notes, but I think um, Doyle 
popped up on an um, injury report midweek. So if he's out, then Ebron becomes a must play, I feel like. Uh, yeah, that was a sick ass catch that he had. Yeah, that yeah, sure was nice. Yeah, all the drops he had to make up somehow. Yes, uh, like if he could just like be a little bit more consistent, maybe. Yeah. I feel safe. Uh, no offense, y'all feel safe streaming him? Nah. Uh, nah. Can keep an eye out. on him because it's. I mean, it seems like they're trying to get him involved, but he just hasn't. He's had a bad case of the dropsies. The Colts have allowed a seventy-five percent completion rate to tight ends. Um, allowing a touchdown every 16 targets to tight ends also. And like you said, he did see those yard those targets last week. If he would have caught them, he would have, you know what I'm saying, he would have had a tight end one performance probably. So yeah. let's see if he catches them this time, maybe, hopefully. I don't well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, I did. I noticed that they did have a great matchup. That's what I say. I'm kind of keeping an eye out on them still, but I'm not, I can't start them this week. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, if, you, if you're in a tight end, predicament because you didn't listen to the podcast during the offseason and draft um well well shit mark andrews is on the bye this week yeah well if, well, if you didn't draft who uh austin hooper like i told you to then you're probably in a bad position so no offense is there uh seahawks are at the falcons i hate when i have to talk about the falcons uh, uh three and a half point over under the seahawks are favored about three and a half points Russell Wilson start, of course. Uh, if Matt Ryan plays, you have to start him. Matt Schaub, if he plays, sit. Hell no. <laughs> Carson, uh, definitely going to start him. Uh, Devontae Freeman, especially if Matt Schaub is out. Even if Matt Schaub is not out, you should Wait, start him. Devontae Freeman not to suspend it? No, he's not. He's playing. Nah, they looked at that that tape, bro, and it was like, uh, bro. Yeah, he's, that was enough. That was, you don't need to draft that, bro. You got embarrassed enough. Yeah, like, bro, you picked him off his feet, bro. You what would any man do, bro? <laughs> he gets a pass for that. Yeah, it's okay, bro. You got to come on. Don't sit on the bench, bro. You got to pick That's him fucked off. fucked up, bro. His feet was dangling. Come on, bro. That's my team right. right now. That's the state of the Falcons right now. That was the epitome of what how I feel on Sundays. Facts, bro. Now. I swear, bro. That shit was so funny seeing That is exactly how I feel. I feel like somebody has lifted me off my feet and they are dangling, but I still have to like try and punch back. Even though I'm punching a helmet and it's not going to hurt, I still have to try. But that's why I watch him every Sunday. God, Let's man. get off of that. Tyler Lockett, you got to start him because he's playing the Falcons and he's going to torture us. DK Metcalf is probably going to torture us. The Falcons have allowed 28 passing uh, plays for over 20 plus yards. That's the third most in the NFL. Five so plays. The league in end zone targets and only has two touchdowns. So he can have yeah. that blow up game this week. And, oh, it's definitely going to happen. If you drink from the Falcons' uh, fountain of youth, uh, it you don't have a good day. We already know that. Um, Julio Jones, you have to start him with or without Matt Ryan. Calvin really is the question. I think you can sit him. He'll be matched up against Shaquille Griffin. And um, if Matt Schaub is the starting quarterback, I don't see a lot of passing volume happening. So. I think Calvin really could be a good sit this week. Oh, I, I mean, I agree. Is uh, Shaquille Griffin the one with one hand, or is that the other one? No, that's his brother. Shaquille. Oh, oh okay, I got you. So, okay. Shaquille Griffin is the the cornerback one. His brother has the one hand. Oh, okay, gotcha. Austin Hooper start, whether or not Matt Ryan is playing or not. The Jets are at the Jaguars. Hold on, did you have anything to say, Javon? I think you was about to say something about uh, really, right? I was just about to say, with Sanu gone, really about to play a lot in the slot. He's going to get a lot more time in the slot, and then we line up against an outside wide receiver. 
So yeah, I think he's uh he's play out there. Well, yeah, Russell Gage. Or or somebody. I'm just so I think he's eventually this year he got a potential to boom from yeah. that slot. Not I think he's game. still projected to be on the right, right, uh right receiver though. Line he might go to the slot a little bit because um but I don't think it's gonna be this game, especially with the questionable if Matt Ryan is gonna play or not. Yeah. I just don't see the passing volume being there if he's not there. Yeah. Cause they're gonna Sack Matt Schaub a lot of times, bro. And he's gonna <laughs> throw some pick sixes too, bro. You know he's like infamous for that shit. And Russell Wilson is gonna run the ball down the. Uh, How is Matt Schaub in the league still, bro? Like, what the fuck? How do we get him back? Why do we get him back, bro? <laughs> I'm a, this is not a Falcon podcast, though. Sorry, sorry. So at the Jaguars, a 41 point over under. The Jags are favored about four and a half points. Sammy Donald, uh, I have him as a sit. The Jags have not allowed a quarterback to average more than 7.97 yards per attempt. And they have held five out of six quarterbacks to one or zero passing touchdowns. So You're saying he's going to be seeing ghost again. Oh, my God. I can't. That's lame, bro. ESPN lame for that. <laughs> they tried his ass, bro. ESPN lame for that, though. I'm pretty sure, like, quarterbacks say words on the sidelines. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They but it's funny, bro. It's funny, It is bro. funny. It like, he literally funny. said he's seeing ghosts. Yeah, like, every player that they interviewed after that was like, he really said that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Patriots knew that shit, too. They, they probably got somebody watching the games, too. Like, hey, bring the fucking house. He's seeing ghosts. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> he can't he, he's see probably nothing. Just joking too, though. You know what I'm saying? And nah, they just took it out of context. You don't think so? Nah, bro. <laughs> he, <laughs> look, look at what he said, and look at how he played, bro. It all <laughs> agreed. Say no more. Ronald Mitchell, I have him as a sit. Um, y'all feel any different? Yeah, that that magic's starting to wear off for him, man. Team Do you feel like team. Nick Foles takes over? I feel like Nick Foles takes over if Ronald Mitchell has a bad game. Well. They say he's expected to come back like week 11, I think. Oh, I thought it was close because they was talking about him on SportsCenter. I thought it was closer than that. Hmm. Um, Le'Veon Bell, um, I got him as a start, definitely, if you have him. Uh, He's only had two targets in the last two weeks. That is gross. That's gross. And he hasn't had yards running all year. Yeah. I mean, coach named B-hole, bro. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, we told you, Jabbar. But <laughs> he is found himself against he not he is, but he has found himself in a good running uh in a good matchup against the Jaguars. They have been pretty poor against the run, giving up four point eight seven yards per carry. So if Le'Veon is gonna do it, I feel like this would be a good game for him to get at least a hundred yard rushing. We need one of those hundred yard rushing Le'Veon two touchdown games. You know, that's what people have been drafting him for. So hopefully he gives y'all what y'all need this week. Uh, Leonard Fournette, of course, you're going to start him, the number four running back in fantasy. Robbie Anderson, the talk of the trade block this week, but he's still on the Jets as of now, which is Friday night, if y'all listening to this. Um, as always, follow Fantasy in Session on Sunday. Oh, you know, I'll be on there uh, probably around like 11, 12 o'clock Eastern to give y'all all the fantasy uh, start sits news of the days. Yeah, let's get. Let me uh, take a moment out to just thank you for that, bro. Because on Sunday mornings, bro, it's straight like setting my eleven lineups, bro. <laughs> I'm like, don't be asking me shit, bro. No, bro, like, my brother be trying to ask me shit. Like, bro, hold up, bro. Let me set. You don't hear from Carlos till one o'clock. I'm here for the people, bro. I'm here for the people. Oh shit. Uh, Robbie Anderson, yeah, like I said, you can flex him if you uh if you have to. 
uh, and hope for the big play. Uh, he's not getting more than four targets a game. I mean, that's that's like it's gross. Yeah, but he's he's fat. He had a brutal start to the year with the matchup. So that is that is true. And yeah, his quarterback awesome. situation was kind of gross too. Exactly. So that favorable, like he now he started with a bad streak of matchups. Now he gets a streak of great matchups, and it starts this week. Trey Herndon graded out as a fit forty-one according to PFF. So could definitely have that boom game for you. The boy Demarius Thomas, though, I think you could flex him if you're in a tough spot. He's seen nine targets in the last two two out of three games. Hmm. I, I like realize that. Mm-hmm. I like Crowder more, but hey, actually, I feel Crowder is his targets are definitely on the decline since uh, Sam Darnold has taken over. He went from 17 the first game they played, uh, nine the, the next game they played, and last week he only had five targets. I mean, like so. I mean, but he's playing against uh, DJ Hayden, who also locked down Tyler Boyd last week. Uh, with the even though he had those fourteen targets, he only had five catches. So, I mean, if you're gonna play him, cool. But I think you could sit James Crowder. I actually like Demarius Thomason over James Crowder. If you want to make that bet, somebody got to go against uh, AJ Boye. So. AJ Boy, I think he'll be covered by Robbie Anderson. That's why I think uh, Demarius Thomas gets. And if you see him, man, uh, Donald likes Demarius Thomas. He he was getting a lot of targets. So I I, I take Demarius Thomas over Jameson Crowder this week. Who want to bet me? What's up, Javar? He don't he the one that was talking to Crowder. Because uh, <laughs> Donald targeting the slot forty five percent of the time. Hey, Gay, make sure the terms of the bet are clear. Because right. Javar, yes, we will all know how Javar do when he sees he's about to lose. <laughs> no, bro. When Carlos said points per game mm-hmm. average, I, I was literally talking about okay, every point per game, win, loser per game. Then he was like, "No, nah, we're doing average over the uh, year." So I seen I that too. I didn't comment because it was just y'all. I seen that. But bro, DJ, what is points per game. I'm not a better. <laughs> All right, better, man, come bro. on. Let's get back to the podcast. DeVar said I'm not a better, but he made a bet. All right, anyway, DJ Shark. <laughs> DJ Shark, I got him as a start for me. He's cooled off over the last two weeks, but uh, the one of those weeks he played Marshawn Lattimore, so I told y'all he wasn't going to have a good game that week. Uh, last week, I expected him to have a, a better game against the Bengals. I don't know what happened. That could be just a one-off game. Uh, this could be his bounce back game. He's be, he'll be facing Tremaine Johnson, who has been uh, who was once benched earlier this year. This uh, he made his first game off the bench last year. Uh, PFF has him graded at a 47, and he allowed Philip Dorsett to go crazy last week for nine catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. So this it should be DJ Chark's magic. Hopefully they get that magic back. Him and Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I like right, it. He's supposed to have a magic last week, so I'm yeah. hoping so. Uh, D.D. Westbrook, I got him as a sit for me. He'll be facing Brian Poole, another Falcon player that got let go, and he's been on fire ever since he left the Falcons. He's allowing 20 out of the 32 targeted um, times he's been targeted for just 126 yards in the slot. Uh, PFF has him graded at 83, so I don't see D.D. Westbrook having a, a, a good game this week. Yeah, he's been uh, banged up this week, too, so... So must he was saying it last week. You still put up a, a good game, but Brian Poole, why did the Falcons let him go? Because uh, we don't want to win, bro. It's obviously, no, it's just that players play better when they leave us, bro, because they know they're about to like have a better chance of winning. Is it Dan again? Is again, it, it's not a Falcons podcast. Chris Herndon, Chris Herndon, and uh, he's uh, he's unlikely to play, but I wrote up on him anyway, so I got him as a sit. 
Um, Cardinals are at the Saints, a 48-point over-under. The Saints are favored by 9.5 points. Kyler Murray I have as a start. He's been running the ball a lot lately. He's had 31 rushing attempts over the last three weeks. Uh, so that's that safe floor we're looking for in our rushing quarterbacks. Yep, and uh, Saints are allowing six most points to quarterback, so that's got a good matchup there. Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, I think you got to sit him this week. I know he had a good week last week, but you can sit him this week. Drew Brees could be playing also, so keep your eye on alert for that. Hey, is that two weeks in a row, though, for Teddy Bridgewater? That is two weeks in a row. I don't know, man. He might be might be a streaming option this week if, uh, of course, if Brees is out. Cardinals giving up the fifth most points to quarterbacks. And him coming but out that's, but, you gotta, but you got to look at those stats without Patrick Peterson and with Patrick Peterson. This is true. This is true. Um, David Johnson and Chase Edmond. I think uh, David Johnson probably won't start this week. Chase Edmond, uh, you can start him, but start with caution because the Saints are vicious against the run. Yeah. What? So let me ask you this. What would you do if David Johnson is active? Start um start David Johnson. I can't sit there. after last week. After a fat ass L. Like we know that the coaching staff doesn't give a fuck about fantasy, bro, because that was that was straight up horrible what they did. I but at the same point. time, I do agree, man. <laughs> you can't sit David Johnson if he plays. You can't. Because I'll be pissed if he goes off on my bench. Exactly. Latavius Murray or Alvin Kamara, hopefully keep your ears uh, tuned to the pod. I mean, not to the pod, but to the streets to see what Alvin Kamara does. If he starts, if he plays, you got to play him, of course. If Latavius Murray plays or starts, you start him because whoever starts is getting the volume. That's yeah. that's pretty much how that's going. I, I sadly think that Kamara will end up playing. Um, not only did he, you know, get in limited practices the last two days, they did release Zach Zinner. So that's a you know a good sign for his availability this Sunday. But even if he does play with him being banged up, I think Murray can still provide some flex value. Definitely. Uh Larry Fitz. Um, I think you can flex him this week. Um he is in a slot uh, against the backup backup corner uh slot cornerback for the Saints. So I think this is a, a safe week to start him uh, because Christian Kirk will be shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore. If he plays, which is always a long day, so the ball will probably be going to Larry Fitz nine times out of ten if the ball is getting out. I agree. Um, I also have, believe it or not, Ted Ginn as a good play this week because Michael Thomas, like we mentioned before, will be covered by Patrick Peterson, and I don't believe Teddy Bridgewater is a good enough quarterback to make Patrick Peterson a non-factor. Um, so I think you might be able to start uh, Ted Ginn because he should see a lot of value. Oh, uh, that'd be that's that's kind of risky. It's it's, it's it's definitely a risky play. I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not saying go out there and force Ted again into your lineup, but like you know, what I'm saying it's a lot of the bye weeks are happening, and a lot of people are looking for wide receiver threes at, at this point. If you all if, right, if, so Ted again or Anthony Miller, Ted again Jr. All right, let me see if I can take another. Yeah, I agree. Ted again, well, or one of the receivers. Mahomes not playing, so never mind. Ted again or Crowder? Crowder. Ted, no, yeah, ah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, well, I'm not like that's what I'm saying. It's like okay, yeah. I'm like, I mean, I just, I just was looking at it and seeing how Patrick Peterson is going to be like blanking and 
Michael Thomas. Wait, and is he going to shut him down? You think he's going to blanket him so much that he ain't going to go to him, though? Yes. If it was Drew Brees, I wouldn't be scared, but it, it's not Drew Brees. Man, that dude's Twitter name is Can't Guard Mike, bro. We're about to see if that's that shit really real this week. We're going to really see. <laughs> uh, Jared, Jared Cook, um, if he plays, I think you can start him. It's against the Cardinals. Nothing else needs to be said. Yep. The Panthers are at the 49ers, a 41-point over-under. The San Francisco 49ers are favored by five-and-a-half points. Uh, the 40, I got Kyle Allen as a sit. The 49ers have generated a sack on a league-high 10.8% of the quarterback dropbacks. That's, like, ridiculous. And and they have our averaging quarterbacks throwing the ball only 27 times per game. Yeah, I agree, Brad. You know, I'm a uh, of course. Aside from the auto starts, man, I literally have no starts this game. <laughs> yeah. Like San Francisco is shut down on defense, and Carolina's no slouch either on defense. So, yeah, I bet. But you definitely still start, like you said, the auto start CMC no matter Hell what. Hell yeah, ain't no way in the world I'm sitting in And the Forty Nine ers running back can Kittle. Yep, I'm starting. Yes, yeah, they're auto starts. Kittle's definitely auto start. So. Yep. But like the Osins, the Jimmy G's, the DJ Moore. No need to talk about them. Sit them all. Yeah, I'm not playing. Even them. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, all that. How you feel about uh Emmanuel Sanders though? That, you know, he did say uh Shannon said he will play a lot this week. Uh sit him. Because yeah, I gotta wait and see. Yeah. Right. He'd probably be guarded by the, the best cornerback in the league all of a sudden. Uh James Bradbury. Like I don't know how that happened. You know, Julio tortured for a three hundred. That's crazy. That's motivation. That um, is, bro. That's yeah, wow. That dude the Raiders are at the Houston Texans. Uh, they expect uh, 51 point over under. The Texans are favored by six and a half points. Derek Carr is uh, sit for me. Uh, he hasn't scored over 16 fantasy points all year. Gross. Yeah. Uh, of course, you're starting Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Josh Jacobs, you're starting even with the shoulder injury. Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, how y'all feel about him? Like Hyde better this week. Um, in games that they've won, Hyde has got at least 20 carries. And the games that they lose, that he's only getting 11 carries a game. Mm-hmm. So they're um, six and a half. Well, when I when I wrote it, they were six and a half point favorites at home. So I definitely think he'll get a lot of iron this week. Moving uh, forward. I just okay. think Hyde is the back in this backfield. He's he's the red zone guy, so just moving forward, it's not even a question. No, unless they're expected to lose. I mean, the Vikings were the only team to, to get uh, over 99 yards on the Raiders' defense, and Dalvin Cook only had 58 yards running that game that he had. So, I mean, that's just something to look at. I don't know if you just have if you if you want to force Carlos Hyde in your lineup this game. This might not be the game to do it. Uh, a sneaky, yeah. sneaky start that I got um, is Trevor Davis this week. Trevor yeah. Davis played 50 snaps um, while no other receiver had more than 30 last week. And the Texans have allowed 59 yards or more and a touchdown to 13 different receivers this year. So yeah, Definitely like a little better Tyrell sits, but, um, I mean, they need another receiver opposite of him, so. The Texans are missing are going to be missing three of their top cornerbacks this game too. Ooh, yeah, start them. Ooh, ooh. Deion DeAndre Hopkins, of course, is a start. Kenny Stills, I have him as a start. He filled in for your boy last week, Willie. I get hurt every year. Fuller, and he had uh, five targets, uh, 105 yards, 
and the Raiders have allowed uh, NFL high 32 plays over 20 yards this year. So that could be a good game for him. I see it as being a good game for him. Kiki QT, I think you can flex him. Um, how y'all think about him? I think volume is key with him, but I don't know if you want to like put him in your flex if you can. Yeah, he gets a super great matchup this week against LaMarcus Joyner. LaMarcus Joyner is graded out as a 33.7 according to PFF. That is horrible. And Oakland's also given up the fourth most points to receivers lined up in the slot. The facts. Darren Waller, of course, he's an auto start for me. Uh, the Browns are at the Patriots, a 46-point over under. The New England Patriots are favored about 12.5 points. Baker Mayfield, sit. I really got sit every Browns player that you can. I mean, like, of course, you probably can't sit OBJ. Not every Browns player, every Browns receiver. Let me get that back because, of course, you want to start Nick Chubb. But yeah. I also got temperate expectations with him, too. I got yeah. temperate expectations for every Brown player, really, because they're playing against the GOATs. Well, I got temper on Chubb and um, temper on OBJ, but it's a straight-up sit for Baker and Jarvis Landry. I don't care what he's guaranteeing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sitting his ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I feel like if Jarvis Landry is, is one of your wide receiver twos, you probably don't have a better option. Man, hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> as, as also, you probably didn't do a good job listening to the fantasy in the session podcast. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, there, bro. The New England defense is fucking. The ghost. Call them the ghost, good, bro. bro. Like, it's, bro, whenever it's, you play New England or San Francisco, you probably a sit. Bro, it's like I've never been so scared when seeing my skill players going against the fucking Patriots, bro. Like, or, or a defense, bro. Like. <laughs> Just, it's like, man, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> the Sony Michelle, James White, I think you can start both of them. Uh, the Browns have already allowed four different running backs uh, to finish top six this year. Uh, they have allowed 4.9 yards per carry, to high, a tie for the highest in the NFL. And they have allowed 1.84 PPR points uh, per target to running backs in the passing game. So start up. Yep. And it's only a matter of time before James White goes off, too. He had two touchdowns that should have – well, he had one touchdown called back for a lame holding call last year – I mean, last week, so his week would have been better. And yeah, he had one – Yeah, go ahead. Or is go it? Ahead. No, I was, no, was going to say he had another catch that could have been a touchdown, but he had, like, his little shoestring tackle. Exactly. But, yeah, like you say, he's getting a volume, so – and he's only got one touchdown this year, so he's mm-hmm. that definitely should regress to the mean. Definitely. Julian Edelman – Start sure. Muhammad Sanu. Um, just like Emmanuel Sanders, I want to wait and see first. I definitely think he'll he'll be fantasy relevant though with New England. Sooner rather than later. Yep. How y'all feel about Philip Dorsett? Uh, yeah. I like him this week. He's gonna be matched up with Terrence Mitchell. Um, PFF has him graded as a sixty, and with you know Josh Gordon being cut, um, he wasn't gonna play anyway, but. Dorsett's seeing that volume, um, you know, with with no other really outside receivers demanding targets like that. Ben Watson, I think you can stream him. Uh, The Browns have allowed 2.3, two yards, I mean, two points, uh, two PPR points, damn, per target to tight ends, (laughs) uh, tight end position, which makes him the fourth highest ranked mark in the league. So I think Ben had four targets last week so i think you can start him if you if you if you're streaming tight ends right now uh uh the packers are at the chiefs 47 and a half point over under green bay is favored about four and a half points aaron Rodgers, of course is a sit patrick mahomes is out matt moore you starting him you said who's a sit 
I said a start. Matt Moore, are you starting him? Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a start. Matt yeah. Moore, are you sitting and starting him? Uh, I'm sitting him. He's a. I, I think he's a competent backup, but I'm not trusting him against a Green Bay defense. Um, giving up the nah. ninth fewest points to quarterbacks this year. I about to say I'm actually starting Green Bay defense. Yeah. Bold man, Aaron that Jones. That's sucks. That, uh, just a side note. That sucks that Mahomes is out for this game, bro. This is about to be a crazy ass game, bro. Seeing Rodgers and Mahomes go at it, but oh well. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams. Starting Aaron Jones, of course, and um, Jamal Williams. I mean, I, I feel like that's the type of player you, you'll never feel happy about starting, but he is getting decent amount of touches to not hurt you. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams. Ooh. Damian Williams, hell no. <laughs> Damn, bro, that shit sucks so bad to say that, man. But well, he was a first, second rounder. <laughs> Crazy. Not, he was like a second. At times, he was a second rounder. Uh, I think he settled at like a third, third round ADP. But yeah, definitely a flop. But I, I like McCoy this week. Um, not only is Green Bay giving up the fourth most points to running backs, but I believe K, uh, Kansas City will focus more on the run game with Mahomes out. Yeah, I definitely think so too. MBS. Uh, don't like him this week. Kansas City's giving up the ninth fewest um, points to receivers line up on the right. Um, he had his day saved last week with that long um, play that he had. He only had two catches, but he had like 130 yards. Mm-hmm. And your boy, I don't, I, I got all other Green Bay wide receivers. You just play a Russian roulette, so you can sit them too. Yeah, I don't mind. If I had to pick one, I would go with Allison. Kansas City's giving up the six most points to slot receivers, so he has the best matchup out of all of them. Playing Russian roulette, my boy. Tyreek Hill, I got him as a start. Temper those expectations with the backup quarterback. Uh, the rest of the chief running uh, chief wide receivers, like I said before, you're playing Russian roulette. If you want to, if you're, looking, if you're chasing a point, start him. If not, sit him. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I think he's a streamable option this week. Just because of the lack of people Aaron Rodgers has to throw to. And all he needs is a touchdown to be relevant. Uh, Of course, Travis Kelsey start. The Dolphins are at the Steelers, a 43-point over-under. Pittsburgh is favored by 14.5 points. Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic. Sit. This is an (laughs) ugly game. Um, Mason Rudolph. Uh, believe it or not, I think he's a streamer. Uh, the Miami Dolphins don't allow a quarterback to finish under the top 15. So, Yeah, I agree. I, he's a streaming option for me this week. Got that, got that written up. Keen Drake, Martin, Mark Walton. Um, Yeah, I don't think – Mark Walton played the team high in snaps last week. Um, I think they're trying to give him a little more run with uh, King Out Drake expected – well, they're trying to trade King Out Drake, so they might be saving him a little bit, trying to risk his injury, so – but um, he does have a pretty tough matchup this week, so I don't think he's a start, but just definitely want to stash him. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, James. You don't Con- like him as a stash? Huh? Oh, a stash? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've got a stash. I'm just talking about this week. Nah, nah. James Conner start. Devontae Parker. I think you can flex him, man. I'm I'm a believer, man. Fitz uh, Magic targets him uh, the last – Three games they play together, seven, seven, and ten, and he scored a touchdown in each game. Man, I, I, I like you, boy. What's up? Yeah, that's crazy. Nice. Remember we was um talking about that in the off season? We had a little debate. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Fitz, Fitz Magic is he's doing wonders for Parker, man. So and Javar be hating all the time. Yeah, I mean, what, last week I'm, I'm on record saying you could start Parker as a flex, even Peterson as yeah, a flex. So, yeah. I mean, it's I, I think he's a sit this week though, because who Parker? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fading him against Joe Hayden. I wouldn't mind it though, because like you said, he is the favorite target of Fitzpatrick. But you're not you're not really trying to force Parker in your lineup right now. Yeah. All right, uh, so, but if you're on the bye week, if you got these bye weeks, man, these bye weeks be killing sometimes. Yeah. All right, so uh, Parker, um, Crowder, and who was the other person we was arguing about with Crowder earlier? Uh, Them three in the pool. Oh, it was uh, Demarius Thomas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was somebody else. I think it was Philip Dorsett, maybe. Yeah, or it was Philip. Maybe. Okay, Jarvis Landry. Whoever you're about to name, that's what I would play over Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Devontae Parker, Juju Smith Schuster. Uh Juju. Juju. <laughs> Juju got a great matchup this week, man. Juju got a great matchup. He has a horrible quarterback though. He does. He does, but that he, he got him involved. I think I don't know if it was the game before Mason Rudolph went out or it was during that game. He did get Juju more involved. So but great matchup. This week, I look at it like we were saying with Diggs a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm looking at Juju like a wide receiver three. But wide receiver threes and great matchups are almost must-starts. Yeah, and I got uh, Vance, Vance Dance, Vance McDonald. You can stream him if you uh, if you, if you you need a, a, a tight end. He's playing at Miami Dolphins, so you should see some targets because Mason Rudolph doesn't like to throw the ball far. So. Agreed. Um, uh, not starting him this week. I mean, maybe if you have to, but Gusecki's another guy to keep an eye on. He has at least three catches for four, uh, 40 yards in his last two games. So it does seem like he's starting to um, heat up. He was one of those tight ends coming out with one of those great athletic profiles, like the Kittles and the, you know, the Godairs uh, and stuff. So um, definitely somebody to keep in mind. The facts. Uh, that's the Monday night game. So is it is it a short game? It must be a short week this week. Yeah, we know nah, we just been rolling. Hey, one more thing before I just want to have this on record. Albert Wilson, if he does play, that dude was really really efficient last year, and he is going to be uh, going against Pittsburgh, who's giving up the most points to slot receivers. So desperation play, Albert Wilson. Okay, talk that talk. Let's get into the starts and sits of the week. My start of the week personally is your boy. Well, not your boy, because he's probably just now becoming your boy. Corey Davis. Uh, let me say that again. I said, yes, Corey Davis starting uh, wide receiver for the Titans. Ooh, ooh. He is um, – the Bucks defense have allowed 41.1 PPR points per game to wide, uh, wide receivers, which is the second most in the league. And Corey Davis seen 27% of the team air yards. Uh, and he saw seven out of the 29 Ryan Henne- Ryan Tannehill targeted targets. So we're actually seeing Corey Davis become what everybody know Corey Davis could be, but Mar- Marcus Mariota could never do. So I think you can start Corey Davis this week. He has a safe floor and a high ceiling. So Corey Davis or Tyler Boyd? Corey Davis. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Corey Davis or Robert Woods? Robert oh. Woods. Oh. You said Corey Davis, Gabe? Probably so. Just just because I know the volume is going to be there with that with that Ram situation, man, isn't it got so scary now that you don't know what, what's going to happen? Like Robert Woods could be a running back. All I know is this, this game. 
<laughs> He's stupid. He does have a rushing touchdown, though, so that's facts. I'm just, just saying. Who you got at the start of the week? Um, I'm going with the boy Kenny Stills. You know, he's going to be filling in for Will Fuller, who's going to be out for some time with that hamstring injury. Uh, Kenny Stills will be matched up with Daryl Worley this uh, week, who's graded out as a 59.3. Oakland's allowing the second most points to wide receivers lined up on the right. Um, Stills is fourth in yards per route run, so he's super efficient um, in his looks that he's been getting this year. And he's all, like I said, he also slides right into that Fuller role, a role which led the league in 20 and targets 20 plus yards down the field. So he's in a smash spot this week, man. I think he could finish as a nice wide receiver, too. I like it. Who you guys your start of the week, Javar? My start of the week is DK Metcalf. As we said, Falcons equal start him up. You're going to have a bounce back game if you had an off one. Metcalf has been targeted in the end zone a lot. And the Falcons are giving up a lot of touchdowns and coughing up the fifth most fantasy points per game to opposing wideouts. So I'm tired of talking down about my team. So get on to the sits, man. I'm I'm disgusted <laughs> by these guys. So you got your sit, Los. I'm going with uh, you know, it's not really a sit. It's more like a temper expectation. Proceed with caution. Um, Derrick Henry is going against Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay is a funnel defense. You can pass on them, but you cannot run on them. This is a defense, a Russian defense that's held Christian McCaffrey in check twice. I know Christian McCaffrey had those two touchdowns, but they um. One was a receiving crazy touchdown, and one was like a one-yard rushing touchdown. But yardage-wise, they've shut him down, and they shut down Kamara. So, Henry, you're basically um, banking on a touchdown from him. Um, that's possible that he get. That's why I feel like he, you do have to start him, but definitely want to temper expectations this week. I like it. Uh, who you got, Javar? I got everybody on the Chiefs passing game. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Order tight end, really. It's just downgrade. The Packers had a, a great offseason acquisition with Robert Quinn, who has stepped it up and bring up pressure on opposing QBs. I think they get some pressure on uh, the QB, get some turnovers. But uh, Tyreek Hill and uh, the tight end, Travis, should uh, be good. Everybody else, eh. Sit him. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is my sit of the week. Um, I know he scored at least 16 points in the last five out of six games, but the Broncos have yet to allow a quarterback to throw over 259 yards. And like I said before, they've only allowed six touchdowns in seven weeks. And I don't know if you do math, but that is gross. So I know a lot of people are feeling friendly about plugging Jacoby Brissett in as their lineup as just a, a starting play. But I think this is a week you want to sit him. I like it. Um... Dang, guys, we went through this one pretty quick. Rolling. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Like always, make sure you follow us on fa- on Twitter at Fantasy End Session, the podcast. Uh, make sure you tell everybody. Make sure. Uh, first of all, we want to thank y'all for all the support y'all been giving us. And make sure you reach out and tell other people so they pass on the knowledge. And, you know what I'm saying, we just keep this thing rolling. We only getting better this week eight. The best kept secret is out. I think you can play the intro right there. Peace. Peace. Hey.